This is episode 86, What to Do with My Kids Over the Summer So I Don't Go Crazy. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, you guys. I wanted to do something a little bit different because I've really been feeling like I'm missing a part of who I am in the content that I create for you guys. Um, and this is totally my own thing. Um, I have felt scared to share certain parts of me because I'm like, well, it doesn't have to do with health. And, you know, really what it comes down to is fear of judgment. I was fearful and probably still am uh, <laughs> about what you guys will think of me as a person versus me as a practitioner and coach. But really, one of the big things that I've always envisioned for the Thriving Thyroid podcast, the Thriving Thyroid business, the sustainable wellness business is really what it is, but the umbrella of the, the thyroid is to have my family included in what I do. It is really important for me. Family is really important to me. And I am putting myself out there a little bit to feel a little bit more vulnerable because if I want a family business, I have to be the change. And I know for the women that I want to work with and the women that I do work with, family is also an essential part of why they want to get better and why they want their body to function. They want to, you know, play with their kids. They want to take them to the park. They want to be a fun Nana or grandma or Mimi or whatever you go by. They want to be able to say yes to their kids in babysitting and they want to have the energy to get down on the floor and play with them and not be in pain or not have to suffer for days afterwards when their body is like, nope. <laughs> right? So it's really important for me to bring this element into the business as a whole. So with that being said, there might be a little bit more momming and mindset and things that I have personally done and that I that work well for me. And if it works well for you, I hope so. I hope so. Hopefully you guys can always take little nuggets. And even if you aren't 
a mom, I hope you guys listen to this because I'm going to be sharing with you guys more than just that, right? I, w- I was talking to my daughter on the way to taking her to school this morning, and she was telling me this story about a friend's mom and how this mom was really stressed out and overwhelmed, and she was like, Mom, I just don't understand why they couldn't have planned better. And I, you know, and that would reduce their stress and all of these different things. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. But I have to tell you, I was that mom. I was the straight, stressed out, crazy mom yelling at my kids. It was all their fault when really, in actuality, it was my fault. I was the one that said yes to too many things. I was the one that was stressed out and I let things get under my skin and pile up. Or I would procrastinate so long that it was so much for me to take on. And then I would take it out on the people that I love the most. And let's be real here. It's not my kid's fault. It is not my husband's fault. It is my my responsibility. And this is where taking that personal ownership and that personal responsibility comes into play. Right? That is the number one thing that I believe us women and us people in society can do is to be the first person to raise our hand and say, you know what? I made a mistake. I messed up. And taking that personal responsibility will lead us to having a more healthy life and feeling more fulfilled in our life. So the biggest strategy that I implemented about five years ago, maybe a little longer, maybe a little shorter, about five years ago, maybe it was, I don't know, anyways, um, <laughs> was I started saying things like, I would love to do that, but let me check my calendar first. And then I would look at my calendar and I would make sure that it was a good fit for that day because what I ended up doing a lot of times is I would say yes, And then I would go home and realize, oh my gosh, I have five other things to do. Yes, I could fit that in between this time and that time, but I'm going to be running around like a chicken with my head off, cut off. And I would be stressed out about it or frustrated and upset with other people because somehow it was their fault when it was mine. Okay. So that was one of the first strategies that I implemented. The second strategy, and I grew up with a a family that did this, and so it was a matter of me bringing it back. So my mom, we played this game, White Tornado. I have never heard of anybody else playing this game. So if you have played this game or heard of this game before, please send me a DM. I would love to know. Um, So this uh, White Tornado is we would set a timer for 5, 10, 15 minutes, And we would run around the house as fast as we could, and we would clean up all of the things. Now, it was such a short period of time, and even for my kids, it's such a short period of time that they are able to keep their attention. And there's always some kind of, quote-unquote, reward for my kids afterwards, right? Once you get done with this, we can go to the park. Once we get done with, you know, if you work really hard for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, then we can go play outside. Or if you do this for 10 minutes, then we can go on a bike ride. If you do this, then this, right? And really kind of instilling that into my kids and letting them know that it is important 
to get the work done, but it's equally as important to go and have fun and play, right? Play is super good for the kids. And so those two things, we have gotten out of the habit since Little Miss has come along (laughs) and we are getting back to it for summertime because I was talking to my husband. I'm like, listen, I, in the past, pre-COVID, when the world was opened up and we didn't know anything different, every single day during the summer, I had something planned for the kids. Monday we did, um, here in Arizona, Harkins Movie Theater, they do like a summer movie pass thing. It's like 10 bucks and you get eight different movies and so you get to go every week. And if you can't make it, no big deal. But I would take the kids to movies on Monday and then Tuesday we would go down to the church and it was just really a bunch of us moms organizing summer activities for our kids. No money was involved. We just rotated who was in charge and we did that on Tuesdays and Wednesdays or excuse me, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Wednesdays we did my family, my kids and I, we did a wet Wednesday and we would go down to a water park. We bought season passes and we would go hang out at the water park all day on Wednesday. And then Friday was kind of a friend day or a whatever day, maybe get caught up, maybe just hang out at the house and relax or whatever we felt like. Um, again, here in Arizona, it's super hot. So we have to be kind of resourceful on what we do (laughs) for activities outside, inside, all of those different things when it's in the middle of July and it's 125 degrees outside. So then COVID shut down. A lot of that changed and a lot of the things that we were used to doing were no longer an option. And so once again, we had to recalibrate and get kind of creative. And so this year, now that I have a baby, I am like, how can we merge and mesh two of these different worlds together? And this is what I've come up with. So I'm going to share all of that with you. And really a lot of this has to do with making sure that my little baby has a somewhat of a schedule, right? And that she can get in the good naps and she's happy and has fun and all of that. So what I have decided to do and keep in mind I have my older three are between the ages of six and 11, but I really think this could be adapted to a lot of different ages. Um, and you guys can can do what you want. So every day we kind of have a different theme or a different activity that we're going to do. We are going to be hanging out a little more at the house (laughs) for my sanity with a newborn. At what point do I not call her a newborn? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) With a little baby. She's going to be five, six months around summer time. So Mondays, we're still going to the movie theater. um, And it happens like first thing in the morning, I think like eight o'clock in the morning and maybe 830. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the time for sure. Um, Between eight and nine, we'll say that is when the movie starts. And then right across the street, we have... Um, passes to an indoor trampoline place called Urban Air. And so I told the kids, if you guys pack your lunches and stuff, I will go to the movie and then I'll take you over there to go jump for a couple hours. And so they can get exercise and get activity and all of that. And then we'll come back to the house and we'll just hang out at the house for the rest of the day. 
Tuesday, we're going to be doing the church thing. Um, this year, we're doing Tuesday and Fridays, I think, where we're going to, again, switch off days. Um, it costs no money. <laughs> and a lot of us moms enjoy us getting together and hanging out and having conversation, but then also giving our kids an activity to do that is a physical activity. Then Wednesday, um, we are going to be hanging out with cousins. And again, it will be a wet Wednesday. My sister has a pool and we have like a little above ground pool. So we'll just kind of switch off days um, or weeks, excuse me, where she'll come down here. I'll go up there and just kind of have a relaxing time. So her youngest can get a nap. My baby can get good naps um, and just have it like super chill. Then on Thursday, um, Grandma Honey, isn't that the cutest name ever? Um, that is my husband's mom. She is going to be taking the kids to do crafts and activities. And my kids love hanging out with grandparents. And it, it'll be perfect, right? It'll be super nice for me to also have a relaxing day. And But we have some kind of structure to our week. So we have planned out activities. And my kids have what a, somewhat of a schedule and a routine. So they know what to plan on. Okay, in addition to that. We're also going to be home and there is a need for activities and structure <laughs> because I find my kids, when they don't have structure, one of two things happen. Either they want to watch TV all day or two, they get on each other's nerves and they just start bickering. And then I lose my ever loving mind because I'm like, can you just please not <laughs> Like, seriously, that wasn't necessary, you know, that kind of thing. And so we are going to be doing quote unquote summer units. And you guys can hear my husband's watch in the background. He left it here uh, from work. <laughs> and we try not to charge our electronics in our room. And so they end up being in the office. And anyways, okay, so our summer units. Um, I'm going to have a station set up and different units. I find for some of my kids, some of these units, they will play for and do this for like two weeks. And then other times they might do it for like three days and then we can rotate through. So what I have decided to do is come up with several different units. And as the summer goes along, we can vote on which one we want to do next or as I see them kind of winding down, they can say, oh, hey, this would be really fun to set up. So here are some ideas. One of the units is going to be a painting unit. And so I will do it with them. We will um, watch different videos and try out a lot of different painting techniques. So watercolor, um, acrylic stuff, those diamond paintings, even though it's not technically painting, um, I figured we might be able to put that in there. Um, those little diamond things. And again, I don't have super young kids, so they can manage those diamond paintings. And we just have such a good time with them. We're going to do a sewing unit. Um, I think it's really important for my kids to learn basic sewing skills. And so we're going to practice making, again, we'll kind of vote on it. But some of my ideas I wrote down were pillowcases, skirts, pajama pants things like that. Um, then we're going to have a week of science experiments. We'll 
do a whole bunch of research. We'll find experiments um, and and try out a lot of different things uh, that are age appropriate. <laughs> and my husband is really great at stuff like that. And so he, he will help facilitate that, I think, a little bit. Um, and then we're also going to be doing a lot of sensory play. I am a, a, a lover of sensory play. I think it's super fun. I found this, uh, recipe on Pinterest. I think it, they called it like whipped bubbles or something like that, where you use your KitchenAid and it's so much soap to so much water and food coloring. And you basically make this foam of water and bubbles and it just looked super fun to play with so that's something that we will do is do some just different sensory play whether that's slime or something and let me give you a little secret <laughs> or a little nugget what I have done in the past is I have gone to the dollar store or Walmart or just somewhere that's super cheap where they have those plastic shower curtains again you don't need anything expensive or anything like that and I put that on the ground underneath the painting activities, underneath the sensory play, whatever could potentially make a mess so that I don't have to clean up. I can literally ball it up. I can take it outside. I can shake it off or I can spray it off with a hose. Like I want minimal cleanup for me. And I also tell my kids like you need to stay, you know, on this thing <laughs> so that there doesn't end up being paint or whatever, whatever messes there <laughs> they could potentially be in, um, getting all over the house. Uh, and we're also going to be doing a cooking, uh, unit and we're going to, this is going to help me out. So here you go, moms. Uh, <laughs> we are going to be doing some freezer meals. We're going to be doing cookies and pretzels. Uh, again, we're going to kind of vote on it and see what they want to do during that time. But I'm going to try to keep these things nutritious and also help them take some personal responsibility for dinners. What do you guys want to eat for dinner? Okay, let, this is something we could prep in the freezer so that we can spend more time playing this summer. And I think framing it that way, my kids will be more on board because they're like, heck yes, I want to play all summer long. Um, we're going to have a Lego unit. We came up with some other ones and I don't remember what they are. So <laughs> those are the summer units. Now, last but not least, one of the things that we have also done is we have signed up our kids for some summer camps through our local um, city. And my two middle kids, that's so weird for me to say, <laughs> my two middle kids are going to do a cheer camp. It's a week long for four hours, three days a week or four days a week. Um, for just a week. So it's like 12 hours total and they get to go learn cheerleading stuff. Um, my older daughter has decided she wants to try out softball and those were relatively inexpensive. And so we're gonna, we're gonna incorporate those activities into our schedule as well to get them just out of the house, doing something, being active, um, making new friends, all of those wonderful things. And my oldest does have some church camp that she's going to go to for three days. You know, and then, of course, we're going to do other, quote unquote, bigger activities. 
Um, I told my kids every other week we'll we'll go do a big-ish activity um, like the aquarium or something that's going to be maybe an all-day activity. And we'll just kind of work it in. Maybe we'll miss one of the church activities to make it happen. Um, Okay, so here's another little tidbit. And I debated on whether or not to share this, but I feel like this might help some moms. (laughs) So this is the first time that we are doing this. I, in order to help take stress off of me, I told my husband, Okay, well, let me back up and and share this with you before I dive into this. We do not pay our kids for chores, okay? Um, We fully expect them to help with dishes after dinner time. We expect them to clean up their rooms and help keep the bathrooms clean and clean baseboards and all of those things when needed. So they don't, we don't pay for that kind of stuff. We do pay for extra, extra air quotes here, um, extra things if they want to earn money. So if they come to me and say, hey, mom, I want extra money to buy such and such toy. Great. Absolutely. They can come to me and say that and ask, you know, what can they do? And so we will pay for extra chores. You know what? I really need the bathroom cleaned. If you clean the bathroom, I'll pay you X amount of dollars. Um, The horses, not the horses, we don't have horses. The cow stalls area needs to be cleaned up. If you go clean that up, I'll pay you X amount of dollars. Um, And so on and so forth. And what I have really trained, and we are totally not perfect at this at all, (laughs) But what we are really working towards and we've had many conversations with our kids is we want them to get to the point where they can see dishes in the sink. They can see that the trash can is full and they go ahead and just take it out or they go ahead and they clean it up, whether it's theirs or not, because ultimately these kids are going to grow to be adults and I don't have, I, as an adult, and my husband, as an adult, do not have someone else in our life that's like, hey, the dishes need to be done. Hey, you need to vacuum the floor. And so we want to be raising kids that are capable of looking at something, oh, the trash needs to be taken out. Okay, here we go. Or tomorrow is trash day. I'm going to go gather up all the trash in the house and just start all over again. And those are skills that we have developed as adults and hopefully growing up. (laughs) So it wasn't as much of a shock for us when we grew up. And so that's really the idea and the, I guess, the methodology of how we are raising these children. So with that being said, in the past, I have, my kids are like, hey, mom, we want to go to the aquarium. And I'm like, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Let's go to the aquarium. And I would pay for everybody. This summer, we have decided to do something a little bit different. And so I am going to be paying my children um, a little bit of money to do their summer reading. So if you read 20 minutes a day, and they have, each one of my kids has individual goals. One of them wants to improve their spelling. Um, another kid wants to get faster at reading and one of them wants to get more fluid in her reading. So not 
my six-year-old wants to be able to blend the sounds a little bit quicker and, and read more quickly. And so every day they're going to be Monday through Friday. They're going to have to do a lesson or two on their specific goals so that they can improve their, I guess, their literacy for their next school year. And this is something as a parent that we are just hoping to facilitate. So there will be a few requirements like that. And if they meet those marks every day, they will get paid, again, a small amount. And with this money, it's kind of multifaceted for me. Um, one of the things is, so let's say we go to the movie. My kids will be like, hey, mom. Let's get popcorn and drinks and candy and all of the things. And in the past, yeah, cool, whatever you want, grab whatever you want. Well, what I have decided is more important is that they learn how to budget their money. And, you know, I will, I bought the movie tickets. I will buy the drink cups so they can refill. And if they want a drink, they can pay the dollar or two dollars or I think it's two dollars a dollar fifty something like that to fill it up and either they can share and half it or they can pay for their own so some of the quote-unquote extra things during the summer they will be responsible for paying all of it or half of it um, again just depending on what the activity is and this is going to help them learn how to manage their money, budget their money, and all of those things. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, baby is talking. So I'm going to let you go. Hopefully you guys found some nuggets in here and we'll give you an opportunity to open up some of the discussion for with you and your spouse and maybe your kids on what is going to help you have a successful summer that is going to feel fun and relaxing and not stressful <laughs> because I think that is an important thing as we are working on our thyroid and our health is learning how to manage the stress and manage expectations. Yes, this is going to take time to plan out. Yes, this is going to take multiple conversations. We still haven't nailed everything down, you know, between my husband and I, but we are starting to get a blueprint and working towards finding solutions for our kids over summer so that they can be happy and I can be happy and it can be a good experience for all of us. All right. I'll see you guys on the next. Before you go, I wanted to remind you our open enrollment for the Hanson Method is coming up very, very soon. So if you are ready or interested in working with us through the summer, head over to the show notes and get on our wait list. We are going to be offering you guys the best deals ever <laughs> this time around so that you guys can utilize the summer, get back to feeling great, wonderful, amazing, incredible, and I don't want you to miss out. I'll see you on the next. Wait before you go! Please subscribe if you found value in today's episode. Leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews! Pretty please!